Hey, howdy, hey, everybody. It's me, Leighton. I'm pretty sure the last podcast, I don't even remember. I don't even remember saying that. So, <laughs> I'm going to say it twice. Hey, howdy, hey, everybody. It's me, Leighton. Just in case I didn't say it for the last one. Because I know you guys just love hearing me say, hey, howdy, hey, it's me, Leighton. I know you guys you love it so much. I'm just messing with you guys. But anyway, I said in the last podcast that I posted at 2.30 in the morning on Tuesday that 2.30 in the morning on Wednesday, I would post this one. So, here I am, and I talked about that podcast. It was about communication, miscommunication, and all that stuff, and a bunch of drama and tea that was going on in my life. So I'm going to continue that this uh, podcast, but I was focusing in more towards the end on making decisions for myself. So... Speaking on miscommunication, I'm just going to do a quick recap. I was just talking about how miscommunications are a great way to cause problems. Um, Communication is key in any relationship. You need it. It's bloodline, all that stuff. If you want all that stuff, all all the really lengthy, probably one of the longest episodes I've ever recorded. If you want all that drama and tea and all that rambling nonsense, it is over there on the next, I think it's number 13. Ooh, lucky number. Uh, number 13 podcast number episode. I don't know. It's titled, uh, just a long, just a long something. I think the description is just long. It's like, a a long talk about communication, miscommunication. I don't know. It's, it's a long talk about communication. I think it's the title of it. If you want to know updates about my life and COVID and stuff like that. That is going to be in the next podcast, which is going up at 8 a.m. Wednesday. So this is going up at 2.30 in the morning on Wednesday, and then the one after that is going to go up at 8. So I'm going to talk about, in that podcast, I'm going to talk about COVID scares and, like, my fish. I don't know. Just stuff like that. So if you want that content, be sure to head here at 8 a.m. on Wednesday. So this will go up at 2.30 on Wednesday, so you'll know ahead of anybody else. But, you know, I'm obviously not going to be expecting you guys to be waiting up at 2.30 to listen to my podcast because you guys don't even know that I'm posting it on 2.30. So I'm trying to post more, probably infrequently, I will say, like infrequently in the sense of not at the same times as I usually post. I'm just trying to post more and get more content out so that way you guys can listen to my content to make up for the content that I missed because I am very bad and I'm not even going to make up any excuses. I just need to get my shit together. So that's what I'm trying to do. So I'm trying to record some filler episodes so you guys can get some more of that juicy content you guys love so much. So anyway, continuing on with what the topic is of this podcast, I was saying it's about making decisions for me and how that ties into communication and miscommunication and all that other stuff. And anyway, on we go because nobody's stopping me. Um, in communication, there's miscommunication and there's all the other stuff. And there's also how you are communicating and how you are misinterpreting and how you are interacting with the stuff around you. And so in that, A lot of the times how people interact with the environment around them causes them to make decisions based upon their environment or based upon the stuff around them. And so a lot of the times I've noticed that people don't make decisions for themselves or for what is best for them. They make decisions on what's best for their environment because they're adapting or they're, you know, overcoming or stuff like that. 
So I've really noticed that I do that a lot. I tend to focus more on what's best for everyone. Or, you know, I take into consideration other people's feelings when I'm making decisions. And that can be... And that can be a good thing, but in a lot of senses, it's a bad thing because in situations where I need to make a decision for me and myself and my health and my everything, if I'm making it about other people, then that's not good because those people are not necessarily important in that sense of making decisions for myself. So I've come to the grand realization that I am truly the only one who lives in my body. I am truly the only one who completely and fully understands and loves myself because I am the only one who will know everything about me ever. Boom, mind blown. That thing, the same thing goes for you. You are the only one who knows yourself 100% entirely, who knows everything about yourself. You're the only one in your body. You're the only one thinking. You're the only one breathing. You're the only one there. And I mean that in the sense of, like, whatever is controlling your system mentally, whoever's up there in your brain controlling it, that's the only thing there. That's the only consciousness. I get that people have, uh, I think it's DID, but I mean that in the sense of you have a brain. And however that brain is thinking, feeling, interpreting, and doing all that stuff, that's your brain. As a body, you only get one brain. So live it up dude <laughs> you only have one brain and that is your only one and nobody else is ever going to be inside of that brain nobody else is ever going to see or feel or think or hear what you hear it's always just going to be you so i needed to realize that to start making decisions for myself and i go to a a, a campus i i go to school and I stay at my school, and I've been here for about a year and a half, and things are not going great for me. In fact, I don't think I should have came back for another semester. I didn't want to. I didn't want to come back because there was so much drama, and there were so many problems with my classes, and there was so much wrong that I didn't want to come back. But I am a very considerate and nice and kind and whatever person so I just came back for another semester hoping that it would change and it got worse. And with the, the virus causing everything to be messed up and on Zoom and all that other stuff, it really caused my insecurities to shine and my, my issues, my problems to thrive. <laughs> so I have really bad ADHD and that's thriving right now. Oh, it is great how intense all of my problems are. And how I can't even, like, pretend that it's not bad. Like, it's bad. I can't even focus on anything. Like, I can't even get the motivation to do stuff I need to do. Like, I can't even get up the motivation to do laundry. And I need clothes. Like, I can't even get up the motivation to eat sometimes. Because I just don't want to. And it's because I'm, like, so dissociated from my brain. And I'm so, like, out of it. And I'm so distracted that I can't even oh yeah I need to eat I'll do it later kind of thing and it's just I know that it's bad <laughs> I know that it's bad and I'm trying so hard now to focus on myself and focus on like okay you know what a class can be retaken but my mental health like she needs help now like <laughs> she needs to be focused on now and 
I said in a previous podcast, I told you guys how I identify and that my pronouns are they, them, he, him. But I noticed a lot when I refer to myself. If I refer to, like, anything, I just give it a random gender, and I don't know why I do that. But, um, just because I said the word she in referring to my mental health, like my brain, I wanted to clarify that I do not use she, her pronouns, but I often will catch myself using them to refer to myself sometimes, um, in the sense of, I am kind of gender fluid, I don't really know, I'm trying to look more into terms, because I'm doing this really good thing called self, uh, self-care, so I'm really trying to focus on not only knowing how I feel and think, but trying to find word or wordage for how I can refer that to other people, and I know that I feel like, most of the time, I don't feel like I have a gender at all. I feel very non-binary or genderqueer. I feel like I just don't fit in a box. I'm just not even on the spectrum of gender. I just don't have one. And that's how I feel most of the time. But then sometimes I will notice that it's more of, like, a, a it moves. <laughs> that's the only way I know how to, it moves. So some days I'll feel very feminine. And I'll feel very woman and very, you know, like I want to wear a dress and heels and stuff like that. And I'll feel that 100%. But I'll feel so invalid in my transgender identity. I will feel very insecure and stuff like that because I don't always want to be seen as feminine. So if I do it one time, one day because I'm feeling it then people are going to look at me funny. And, like, I have to get over those, like, thoughts and stuff of that, oh, well, people are going to think... No. I don't need to worry about what other people are going to think because it's not about them. It's about me feeling fierce and confident and sexy in my own body. So (laughs) I'm learning to get over all of these insecurities. And so I definitely feel genderqueer a lot more of the time, but I really do identify with the term non-binary like, a lot, like, heavy, because I feel like it really does describe me as a person. I'm, like, not binary. (laughs) Just not a part of the binary. Like, not, not anything. Just not having a gender. And so, I recognize fully that my gender does move and is more fluid. That's why I kind of like the term gender fluid or gender queer and stuff like that. It's just, I really like the word queer overall because that's how I identify my sexuality is queer. Because I'm just different, and I don't identify with any of the terms that people give me. A lot of people want to say that I'm asexual, but I feel like that's kind of wrong. I mean, I definitely kind of feel asexual, but, you know, that can be definitely disproven sometimes. If the right person walks by, that is uh, out the window. So, it's just a sense of self-discovery and self-acceptance and a lot of that stuff. So, I really identify with the term queer. Because it just is like, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm weird, I'm quirky, I'm, I'm different. And it's just like, I like that word a lot, so that's the one I use. And the same thing with non-binary, I will often identify myself as non-binary, but I use they, them, he, him pronouns. So, I really like my they, them pronouns. Like, they, them are my pronouns, but I'm okay with they, them, he, him pronouns. So... It's kind of that. But like I was saying before, before I got sidetracked and went on a tangent, what I was saying is when I refer to myself, I often use multiple different pronouns. Do I know why? No, I don't think I ever will know why I refer to myself as like a million other pronouns. 
because I don't know. I think it's because my brain fully accepts who I am and I'm just over here like trying to figure it out. But um, what's a what's a way that people would if any of you guys know me and are listening and you have talked to me for any length of time, you'll know that I'll start talking and I'll be like, yeah, we're going to go to the store now. We are going to the store now. I'll say stuff like that. And I won't mean me and somebody else. I'll mean me, myself, and I. Like, I'll mean me. I'm going to go to the store. But instead of saying I'm, I'll always say we're. And I do that a lot. And I don't know why I do it. It's not necessary. (laughs) It's just something I do. And I think it's my brain just being my brain. So whenever I talk about myself, a lot of times if it's like a specific part of my body, like my brain or my arm or my leg or my toe, I'll be like, yeah, she... She is being a bitch right now. <laughs> or something like that. I'm like, or like if like my stomach's upset, I'll be like, he angry. He he mad right now. Or but if it's like me as a whole person, I'll be like, yeah, we're we're gonna go to the store. So I don't know. It's just how I refer to myself. It's weird. But I do like it when people alternate uh pronouns for me. I really do enjoy that. Uh I don't know, it's very satisfying when somebody's like they, he, they. Even sometimes she can be a satisfying pronoun for me, but it's only when it's used in a non-weird way. Like, if somebody fully is confident that I am female and, like, it's just really aggressive about it, that makes me very uncomfortable. But if somebody says that and it's like, I don't really know what you are, so I'm going to call you this, and if you don't correct me, then I don't know what to do. Then I, I think it's funny, but most of the time I'm not okay with she, her pronouns. It's not that I have anything against them. I just don't enjoy them because I don't identify with them. You feel me? You feel me. Anyway, I was talking about self-acceptance and making decisions for myself. So that ties in to my pronouns. That's why I discussed them. Um, my pronouns are a big part of who I am. And so... I needed to make the decision of what I wanted to be called so that way people wouldn't get it wrong and I wouldn't constantly be getting misgendered and nobody would know about it. But um, it really took a really good friend. And I'm just going to say her name's Dablin. She's bomb as fuck. And she really motivated me to go for what I wanted. And she really opened my eyes up to like this world of, oh... I need to make decisions for me. And so that kind of started the little, like, snowball going down the hill or, like, the rock with moss. I don't know. Whatever you want to say. Um, It really just started that, like... It really catapulted that. It really launched. It really, like, (laughs) rocket-fired. Oh, no. It really, like, slingshotted that, uh... That belief or way of thinking in my brain. Um to be accepting of myself and to make decisions for what I need. And so my pronouns were a big part of that. My pronouns and my sexual identity. Because I had everyone and everyone's fucking brother trying to tell me what I was. And I was not even trying to defend myself. I was just like, okay. A lot of people were saying I was like demisexual, asexual, pansexual, bisexual. They were trying to like just give me all these labels. And I wasn't making a decision for myself. I was making a decision for whatever fucking thing that somebody said to me next. And then I made the realization, you know what? It's okay to just be queer. (laughs) It's okay to just be non-binary or just identify as a trans person and not give that clarification. It's okay to be gay. (laughs) Um, 
it's okay to not know, too. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. I know that you guys are trying to help, but you're not. And so I know what I am. I know what I'm thinking and feeling, and I need to make a decision or find a word that I like for me. And I get that in these discussions, people are just trying to help, but sometimes, sometimes it's not about their help or not about them. It's about me. So making decisions for myself is important. And sometimes people can't help you do that. So you sometimes can be like, thank you for your help, but no thank you for your help. Nope. (laughs) So in making decisions for myself, I have really learned that I know myself, but I don't. And I think that's totally fine. I think it's completely okay to learn new things about yourself. I think it's completely okay to be like, oh, I actually like this, or oh, I don't like this. I think it's fine to constantly be learning about yourself because nobody should know 100% everything about themselves. I don't think so because that would be boring. If you knew everything about yourself and everything you liked, you'd never try anything new because you would already know if you didn't or didn't like it. So I like not knowing. I like going and doing new things and finding out whether I hate sushi or love it. Like, I've never tried sushi, but it's something that I can try now and stuff like that. It's like, I've never jumped off a cliff, but you know, damn, if I'm going to try it, like, there's a lot of things that, like, I want to try. Like, I've never been skydiving, but I want to try it. Like, I've never eaten fresh lobster, but I want to try it. Like, I've never skateboarded, like, without falling on my ass. I want to learn to do that. And stuff like that. There's just so much that you can learn and do and think. Like, I don't know if I'd like being a sociology major or a psychology major or even a fucking accountant. I don't know if I'd like those things, but there's only one way to find out, to try it. And so that's fun. So I'm trying to make more decisions for what I want. So now that I said in the last podcast that I'm not doing so Gucci in school and I'm not, you know, doing so hot in my education and I'm not having a good time and it's not fun for me and all this drama is really weighing me down, I'm making the decision to move and try and go focus on culinary because I recognize that culinary is like the only thing that I've ever fully enjoyed in my entire life. I know that is the only thing that I have never wavered on liking. I will, I have always liked cooking. I've always liked food. I've always liked making food and cleaning and stuff like that involving food. And so I fully recognize that I enjoy that. So I want to go be that. I want to go feel it. Like, isn't there a joke on Spongebob? We gotta be the marble. Uh, I'm gonna be the marble, alright? Sip soda. Um, <laughs> this is another lengthy podcast. Uh, we're getting to hit time here, folks. So, in wrapping up, decisions should not be made for others. Decisions that need to be made for others, though, okay, fine. But, but a lot of the time, you should make a decision based on how it affects you. How it, how it is going to make your life better or worse, or how it will benefit you or not benefit you. And you can see that as selfish, but it's not. It's never selfish to love yourself. And it's not narcissistic to love yourself. And you should never, ever feel like it is. You should never be made to feel like self-care and self-love is narcissism. You should never be feel like made to feel like 
you making decisions for yourself is selfish. Like, it's okay to be selfish sometimes, but it's not always selfish to give a fuck about yourself. So, you know, hey, love yourself, dude. You're the only one who's going to love yourself the best because you're the only one who's in your brain or whatever what I was saying earlier. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to this very, very long rambly ramble. Now, this podcast and the last podcast, it's like an hour on the same topics, which is like bonkers to me. But I hope it made sense. If it didn't, feel free to message me and be like, Leighton, you make no sense. Everything you say is gibberish. Why the fuck are you talking still? I'll be like, okay, I'll try better next time. (laughs) Alright. Well, I think I'm gonna leave it here. May the tie be on your side. Good night, good morning, and I'll see you in the overmorrow.